Let me make sure my sound is good because I can't hear you. Oh, hello. Yeah, now I hear you. I was like, wait, is something wrong with my computer? No, my microphone is muted. Oh, okay. No worries. Love that. We love that for us. I'm like, I can I thought I did like a sound check earlier. Great. Oh, I'm here. How are you? You look great. Oh, you too. Thanks. How you been? I'm hanging in there. It's been busy season for me mm -hmm. with like all the social media things and getting invited to so many things and trying to keep up. So I was going to say, I've been watching your stories. And I'm like, oh, she's somewhere new again. You are taking the trips. You're doing all the reviews. Yeah. I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. But <laughs> you got a little sidekick with you this time around. Yeah, girl, it's crazy. I, I can't believe it. I'm like, wow, this is, this is a thing. This is. Oh, we're going to get into it. Like I'm sh you having a boo. I'm sure was not on the bingo card for 2023. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Let's it just get into it. Let's talk yeah. about it. <laughs> Tell me, where'd you find? I, he's very sweet. I remember meeting him at your was it hundred k following party? Yeah, I was at my hundred k party, and uh, I saw a couple little things. I remember like he'd come up to you and put his hand on your waist, and I was like, "I'm like, am I drunk? Like, I'm like, what? Wait, 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 wait!" Oh. And we were all like, "Is that what?" I, we we're like, "Is that? Is, are they?" Let's hear it. We love Jonah. Here for it. Yes. Yes. He's so sweet. He is sweet. He's sweet. So where'd you meet? How'd you meet? Ooh. Take us on the journey. We The girls want to hear the love story. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I would say starting in the beginning of 2023, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on myself. I'm just not going to worry about dating. That was my mindset. I kind of came into this year okay with being alone. Like I legit was like, you know, if I'm going to be a cat lady, I'm going to embrace that. Like for real, I was just so okay with the thought of being alone and just not dating, just working on myself. I was like, you know, whatever flows, flows, whatever comes, comes. I'm not going to force anything. I'm not going to try to make stuff happen. Mind you, even before then, I haven't, I wasn't even on dating apps. Um, I think the last time I was actually active on dating apps was probably like, beginning to mid 2021. So I was already just off of dating apps, but I was still meeting men organically. I think being in the influencer realm and, you know, being in the social scene out here, it's easy to meet people. And so I was meeting guys that way. Um, so I was kind of, you know, casually dating here and there, you know, if I met somebody, but it just wasn't anything it just wasn't a thing. It just was kind of the same <laughs> pattern of these, like, can I cuss on here? Yes, girl, you can cuss. <laughs> like, fuck boys. Uh, just, like, just toxic men. I had this, like, really bad pattern with that. And so fast forward to, like, April, I was going to this kind of um, leadership growth seminar, um, from, you know, just people I know, they're not influencers, just people I know that invited me. And so I went there, I ironically met Jonah, not even in Arizona, I met him in Vegas, because he was at the same, he was at the same seminar as me. And so 
I was there, you know, mingling with the people I know. And then this guy comes up to me, mind you, this is Jonah. And he's just like, I know you. And I'm like, I don't think you know me. Like, you know, I was just being nice. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think so. Are you a fan? Like, (laughs) I know. And I didn't want to like say that. I'm like, okay, I'm not even in Arizona. Like, chances are, I don't think this person knows me. But he's like, I swear I've seen you. You know, he's like, I live in Arizona. He said he lived in Arizona. I was like, okay. I was just like, "Mm, I don't think I'd be, I don't think we've met or anything. I, I just don't think so. And I don't tell people, especially with dating now, I don't necessarily tell people, men that I'm an influencer. Mm -hmm. I don't bring that up unless they somehow have seen me before. I just feel like sometimes I've had just situations in the past where guys were intimidated, especially because I do all these cool experiences. You know, I go to nice restaurants. I wine and dine all the mm-hmm. time. And so these men have been really insecure about that. Like I remember going on dates with guys and they're just like, I don't know where to take you. I don't, I feel like you've been everywhere. It's like, I, I mean, even if I've been somewhere, you could still take me there because it's going to be a different experience because. Right. Like you're going to be enjoying it versus when you go, it's for work almost, yeah, you know? You know? Right. Right. So I dealt with a lot of, a lot of that. So I'm just like, I'm not going to tell these guys I'm an influencer. Like I, you know, if it comes up a little later on and I'm like, Hey, this is my job. This is my thing. Okay. But I'm not going into the mindset of. I'm an influencer. Nope. You can't do it. You can't do it. Because there aren't even like, you know, we talk about like, I guess men talk about women using men. You'd be surprised some of these men. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm sure. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that is true. So many men probably trying to get something from you or like get you to help them promote their whatever they got going on. Yeah, girl. I've, um, I've experienced that. So it's weird. So I didn't, I wasn't going to say anything to Jonah and he just kept saying, I swear I've seen you. Do you model? Da, 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 da. I'm like, why is this still talking to me? I'm like, I don't think you know me. Like, right. I cracked and I was like, you know what? Maybe you've seen a video of mine or two. I don't know. I do social media. I'm an influencer. And he's just like, oh my gosh, I do that too. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so, at the time, I didn't really think anything of it. You know, I meet creators all the time out and about. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Let me follow you. Like, whatever, you know, just a connection, you know, we're networking, we're at this event, whatever. And so my reception was bad. So I couldn't really follow him in the moment. Like it just wasn't loading his page. So I was like, okay, like I'll write it in my notes. And I was just like, I can't follow you right now, but like, what's your handle? And I wrote it in my notes and I was like, okay, I'll follow the guy later. Whatever. Whatever. So <laughs> later that evening, I was like, oh, let me, it just crossed my mind. I was like, let me follow that guy I met. He was super nice, whatever. So I follow him. And then I swear, girl, within like 30 minutes of me following him, he like slides into my DMs. Mm. And that's kind of when it all started. You know, we just started chatting like via DM and when we got back, he like wanted to hang out like immediately. It was like, he wasn't wasting no time. He's like, okay. I want to like hang out with you. I want to like go do something. Let's go do it. I was like, okay. Listen, if he wanted to, he would. And he yeah. did. 
Yeah. So that's kind of how it all started, girl. Wow. I love that. So when I met him um, and the friend that he brought to your party, they were talking about like their little thing. And I remember like seeing his Instagram and his fitness stuff. And I was like, okay, brother, doing your Instagram thing. Um, And I never even, again, I never think ahead, but I never thought of you two doing like content together. And then when I first start seeing stuff, I was like, yes, I need more. Give me more. I love it. It's fun. I mean, I never really expected this or, you know, Mm -hmm. expected him to like be a part of my world. I think I honestly came into doing this thinking, okay, like, I don't even know if I'm going to like show my relationship, show people I've dated because I've never done that before. I've never, you know, I've dated this whole time doing Arizona places and nobody's ever been popping up on my feed or popping up in my stories. Right. So like this was kind of an unexpected thing, but it just always it just always felt so natural, so organic. We have so much in common and it just feels it feels right, it feels good, you know. I yeah. mean Yeah, so it's been it's been a fun ride. Yeah. I love that. You guys look really happy. Yeah. Um I do have a question. Hypothetically speaking, because you are in like the spotlight and the limelight and you know, I come from kind of entertainment, social media production. Mm-hmm. BuzzFeed does a lot of the we we emphasize everything and we take everything and make a moment out of it. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, knock on all the wood. Let's say down the line, maybe you and Jonah didn't work out, but that's not gonna happen. But let's say it did. Would mm-hmm. you make like content around that? Would you ever do like a we broke up video or like a <laughs> you know? Maybe. I feel like I don't know. I think as of right now, you know, he pops up in my videos. Sure. I don't think my followers are that invested in our relationship. No, I think they are. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. Sometimes when I do my tip, okay. Pretty much every tip Tuesday I do, someone's asking, how did you meet? How do I find a guy like Jonah? How, how do you get the- Aisha, you don't understand. We are dying out here. Like to see you with a man, everyone's like, how did she, how, where? <laughs> It's hard out in these streets. I it know. It is. And you're from here. So you know how hard it is, like, with the men here. And, like, oh, yeah. so the rest of us are, like, where? How did she, like, what's the secret? What's the prayer? Would you, like, Sierra's prayer? Like, what was the? <laughs> no, right? It's some witchcraft. I right. You did. But it turns out you saying you went to the conference. I've been seeing a lot of stuff on TikTok a while ago about going to, like, Afrotech and other things like that, too. So next year, I might be at Afrotech. Yeah, girl, personal development. You know, I went there for personal development for my own self. And, you know, I found somebody who was like-minded like me. And I think when you're just living your life and you're working on yourself and you're trying to improve yourself in all walks of life, you'll find and you'll attract the right people into your life, whether that's friends, relationships. And I think that's so important. And I think a lot of it is the letting go. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my early days, when I started social media, I was doing like dating in Arizona type mm-hmm. videos of like how my my dating life was or making fun of dating in Arizona. And I mean, in a way, those videos are funny and a lot of them went pretty, you know, viral and they got a lot of views. But I think because I was putting a lot of that energy out, like that was Mm -hmm. a continuous energy I was attracting. Um, And not saying I stopped doing those videos because of that. It just was more so like, okay, I need to work on myself and I also need to heal and 
you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not fully healed. I'm still, it's still a work in progress for myself. You know, I'm very aware of, you know, what I need to work on personally, but I think I was so fixated on a lot of negative things with, oh, I can't find someone out here, this, that, and the other, that about dating, this about dating. And I felt like I was continuously attracting that energy. But the moment when I was like, you know what, I'm going to let go. I'm happy. I have friends. I have my family. I have, you know, this thriving, you know, social media career thing I'm doing, which, you know, I recently like this year officially left my job, you know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm living life. I'm doing my thing. You know, I'm good. Yep. And, you know, when I finally accepted that, that's when I started attracting I think better and, you know, better situations, you know, when it came to dating and yeah. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. I feel yeah. you. I feel like personally, I'm on a similar journey right now. I just got back on hinge for the first time in six months yesterday and I already regret it. I'm like, no, delete. <laughs> like I'm probably going to delete it tonight. Cause I'm like, why? I always have this hope like, Oh, maybe there's new guys on there that have moved here. Maybe the same ones that are there are better now. Like girl, let it go. Like, so, but I'm with you. I think, you know, the, on the kind of topic of making jokes or content. And I also have made some content about like dating in Arizona that also went viral. And I was like, dang, so a lot of people feel, feel this, you know what I mean? But I think at the end of the day, many of us do want something serious or want someone. And I do agree with you that putting out that energy sometimes, or even becoming known for being like the, you know, anti-dating girl or like the, you know, Arizona yeah. sucks kind of. <laughs> That's probably not the best. Um, some of my TikToks for a while were on that trend. And I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to be known as like the, like, I hate dating here. Mm. I hate old town. Like, I don't want to be that person. But um, but it's true. I think, I know it sounds cheesy and people hate when people say like, just focus on yourself. And like, meeting like your partner can come at any time in life, right? But like, I do think there is value in like working on what you have to work on, healing in the ways that you need to heal and really just enjoying yourself and your family and what you have around you. Like, mm-hmm. enjoy being alone. And I know you do a lot alone. And I, I also do a lot alone. But I have a lot of friends that I've met that are like, how do you do it? And I'm like, just go. I mean, you do a lot of like influencing stuff alone because you have to go film and stuff. But like mm-hmm. taking yourself on a date. I take myself to the movies all the time. It's like my favorite thing to do. Sitting in a movie by myself. Go have a coffee by yourself. Like, just really enjoy your own presence. Like, love, love on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's so important. So, I mean, I just definitely recommend that just to kind of like let go a little bit. And I know it's and I know it's hard, you know. <laughs> I am 33 and I'm at Kona, you know, like it I didn't really I mean, I dated casually. I had situationships, but I think I was just like so like fixated on like wanting somebody wanting to date wanting this that I don't Mm -hmm. think I was like getting what I needed and so I was once I just started to just focus on me that's when the good things started to happen that's right literally like just it's and it's maybe like again focusing on you but even more so like not hyper fixating on dating I think a lot of times we're so like I'm single or like what you know like we just focus on dating 24 7 and it's like Dating is always going to be there. Men will always be there. Like, do some other stuff. <laughs> Have fun. Enjoy life. You know, just enjoy. Just enjoy the ride. And right. And then when you meet him, he can come along for the ride. Like, you know what I mean? Just Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, I was, like, at the point where I was, like, I'm chilling with or without somebody. You know, yep. that's kind of the mindset I 
started to have, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy and find myself regardless. So, yeah. And I think that's important because, you know, you have to be content with yourself. You can't really let all that lie in someone else's hands. You know what I mean? Exactly. I love that. Well, I do want to touch on you saying that you quit your job this year. Mm-hmm. Well, officially, officially, I was on so bad. Gosh, I hope <laughs> no one from my job watch, watches or listens to this, but I was on a leave of absence for part of 2022. Okay. And so... In January of 2023, my job called me and they're just like, hey, like your leave of absence like is over. You know, you can't legally take anymore. When are you coming back in? And I was like, uh, I'm not going to come. Uh-uh. I was like, I'm not going to come back. I was like, you know what? I'll just write my letter of resignation. And I officially left my job. But for part of 2022, like the very tail end of it, I was trying to do social media. I was testing the waters out with social media um, full time because, you know, when you're on a leave of absence, you're still employed. You still Mm -hmm. have your medical benefits, which Mm -hmm. is nice to have. (laughs) So I, I did that. And then I was like, okay, I can make this happen for myself. I just needed to just pull the trigger and do it. And so I left because I think the biggest fear for me was the money. Like, am I going to have another brand deal? Is Mm -hmm. it going to be a month or two where nothing comes in, where I'm not making money? And I just had all this fear. Again, it was the the letting go. Yeah. I needed to do. I just needed to take the leap, you know, because I was doing it with my full-time job. I was making income. I was making it happen. And I'm like, if I didn't have my job in the way I could do more. I could film more. I could take on more paid opportunities. And once I did that, things started to just roll in and it has, hasn't stopped, you know, wow. it's been very lucrative for me, 2022 and 2023 as a content creator. Yeah. I know. I love that. I'm always watching. I'm always like, Oh, look, look, look at her go. Like I'm always so happy for you. I'm so excited. It's just so exciting to see you. Yeah. Just do your thing. And like, it's just so great. It is just like, I'm so happy when I see you make your content. You know what I mean? And I know how much work goes into it because many of us have tried the route and we're like, uh-uh, can't do it. It's hard for people to think. I mean, if, I mean, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it and nobody would be working. It's definitely hard. I don't really advocate for people just to leave their nine to five and be an influencer. I think there is a lot of strategy behind it you know you need to make sure that you can survive on your own that you have enough money to fund yourself because months there are some down months there are some months where you may not get a lot of paid partnerships and then there's other months you will and Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to make sure you're good before you take that leap and it's tough because you know, I always say I left my nine to five to work 24 seven. And that's really what it is. You Amen. know, yep. really what, what it is, you know, it's answering DMs, answering comments, editing all the time. Because if I pause and say, I just want to take like four months off from doing social media, then things, you know, I can't, you know, you have to continue to create to sustain what you're doing versus your nine to five clock out for the day, you know, you're gonna get paid every two weeks, that's guaranteed money. It's like with content creation, you have to continue to pump out videos and serve your audience, grow your audience and be present and be engaging. And, you know, it's emotionally, mentally draining. And I'm not saying it's 
it's it, it is easier. It's like not being a construction worker or something. Sure. You know, like it's easier, but it has its own pain points on your mental health and your emotional well-being in some cases. So it's not for everybody, you know. No, girl. Like I like I feel like all the stuff you just mentioned, all the physical, like the editing, the shooting, like the mm-hmm. everything, the retakes, the like you probably have I don't know how much storage you have on your phone, but I'm sure you have a hard drive that you carry with you because of all the content. Yeah, I have. Um, I just recently upgraded to like a one terabyte iPhone and then I had bought the extended <laughs> iCloud storage. I think they have like a creator pack now that's like you get 10, five terabytes, 10 terabytes or something like that. So I use up a lot of storage. I'm constantly. I'm, that's like, yeah, that's like. Ugh, I couldn't imagine. And like you said, it is now full time. So it's 24 seven, like you got to work. So you got to, so you can eat, you know what I mean? Like this is, and this is the job. Mm-hmm. And I think if I get so discouraged, I'll post on TikTok and I'll be like, refresh. And I'm like, okay, two likes. Okay. I'm like, and keeping up with the algorithm, like is the algorithm algorithming? Is it not? Is it like, yeah. I don't get it. I just, I get frustrated. So it's, it's admirable. It is so admirable. And I saw this, I meant to send it to you. I saw this TikTok that was like me working a nine to five, knowing that if I really put the effort in, I could be an influencer. And I'm like, I'm just trying to be like Aisha. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard work. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I started, it really was getting off of work and then going home and creating content. And then it just was all the time, even on the weekends, I sacrificed, you know, just hanging out with friends or even when I was hanging out with friends, it was like, let's, let me document this moment. We're at a restaurant. Let me document it. And so it it literally was a sacrifice, you know? Um, And I think that kind of separates people who want to be influencers to the people who actually are doing it. They are making the time they're sacrificing their time instead of watching Netflix or TV, they're editing content, you know, they're filming. So true. So true. It's what do they call it? Like your nine to five, then like your five to nine is like, yeah, so true. All those, we have so many hours in a day. And I remember a long time ago, someone was like, Beyonce has the same 24 hours we have. And I said, you are so right. (laughs) Beyonce has the same hours we have and can do all she does. I don't need to spend all my night after work watching TikTok and Netflix every night. You know what I mean? Like pour into yourself or pour into your dreams and your goals. And I I just, I think that's awesome. I do want to ask you about how, when you did start on this journey, did you plan to become like successful in this? Or was this something that was like a hobby or did you have goals? And like, I know you do speak a lot about kind of the success and like manifesting. And really, I also believe there's like power in your thoughts and power in how you talk to yourself and power in what you say. I'm curious how that played a role. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I first started doing content, you know, I had a blog and I was on Tumblr. And so I've always had this passion to create content. And so, you know, that was something in my very early days in like the early 2010s on Tumblr. And then, you know, I started my Instagram account in 2017. I had a friend that was just like, you need to just like start like creating again and just like, you know, post like your outfits and do all that fun stuff. And so I was like, okay. But at the time I was, I had dreams to be in fashion. I wanted to be a fashion buyer. I wanted to be able to go to runway shows and pick out what was going to be like the coolest looks for the stores. Like that was my dream. And I was building that and I became a visual merchandiser and did the store setup and mannequin dressing and all that fun stuff. And so that was the, at the time, the big dream for me, but the passion was always creating content. And so 
I was just doing it as a hobby. It was just, it was fun. Obviously, I had these like thoughts of like, wow, like this would be cool to have this as a job. And I never really thought about it becoming a job until I got into becoming a micro influencer. So once I had like the, that 10K, 15K following, I started getting brands. And this was like in 2018, early 2019, where I had a few brands that are like, oh, you know, we want to gift you these things or we don't want to pay you. And I was like, pay? Money. Okay. Like, and, and at the time, there wasn't, there really wasn't TikTok yet. There wasn't reels. Mm -hmm. So it was like photo content. So they're just like, so to me, I was like, okay, they want me to take a photo of the product and they're going to pay me for that. And not only that doesn't take long to do, I was like, that's so cool. And so once I started kind of getting some pay with this, it was like, I went into my job. I'm like, wow why am I doing this when I could do this and get paid for it? And it's fun. And that's kind of when I started thinking about trying to build this as a career. And it wasn't until I moved to Phoenix in late 2019, where I started really connecting with like the community out here. I started kind of getting involved in like foodie events and stuff like that. But I wasn't a foodie at the time. I wasn't doing Arizona places. I was just this girl that just was doing lifestyle content. And I just do outfit at a coffee shop type thing. And I don't know. I just, you know, just started kind of grabbing like story clips and just like stuff, stuff in that nature. And then when COVID hit and, you know, the world was shut down, I was actually forelode from my job. So I wasn't working. I was just getting the government money, whatever that was at the time, the stimulus and like the, right. the unemployment. It's working. But I was creating and I was still getting brand deals. And so I'm like, okay, like, let's go hard on this. And I think by the end of 2020, I was like, okay, I think I can make this become something down the line. I don't know when, but I was strategically really making a plan for it. I was like, okay, how can I start partnering with bigger brands? Like I was pitching myself. I was advocating for myself. I was reaching out to brands. I was negotiating my own brand deals. I was wow. really strategizing a way to make a lot of income off of this. And because I wasn't making a lot on my nine to five. I mean, I was working retail as a visual merchandiser and they weren't paying well. So the content creator money was like the income that was keeping me afloat. And then I was able to eventually like double that to, you know, matching my full-time income to doubling my full-time income to surpassing my full-time income to where I was wow. in 2022 making two to three times more than what I was making at my job. And then that's when I was like, okay, I can quit. Yes. My nine to five, but it definitely was like a lot of strategy behind it. Wow. Girl. Yeah. That is crazy. Like how, so you started going to foodie events. Mm -hmm. How did like Arizona places come about? Like what inspired you to do that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was, I was like in this, um, I had this like hotel partnership in Tucson. It was like the new graduate opened up in Tucson at the time. And I was doing a few, like, I don't know, local things at the time. Cause my TikTok was starting to take off. Um, and this was in late 2020 and I just started to make this like 
cute little font on prequel and i was like okay i'm just gonna label this as arizona places because i'm doing a lot of arizona content and at the time i wasn't doing any voiceovers or talking in my videos so i would just do like a little couple beginning clips and then i would go into my intro and so I didn't start talking in my videos until 2021. And my first video, I was just like, welcome to Arizona places. And it just wasn't even like how I do it now. Where it's mm-hmm. like this loud, like, welcome to Arizona places. And so <laughs> I just started my video like that. And I was like, okay, I'll just say welcome to Arizona places. And then I'm doing this and that's kind of how it all kind of transpired. And I didn't think it would become this like big thing. Cause now when I'm out and about, people are like, welcome to Arizona Places. You're the Arizona Places girl. It's so funny. Oh, that is funny. I love that. It's just crazy how, yeah, you just pick something and stick with it. And, and I think it's a testament to many of us who have tried influencing or want to people listening who want to don't overthink it. Just come up with something and just it's consistency. Just stick with it. It's fun with it, you know, and I think the biggest thing for creators is just to start. I get a lot of people like, Uh how do I I get going? It's like, you just have to post, you just have to start and you'll kind of find what works. You'll kind of find what you like to talk about. You'll kind of find what the algorithm likes. But if you just delaying that isn't going to give you the results, you just have to start creating and post. 100%. 100%. A lot of us are perfectionists and want it to be perfect and want it to be right. But I think in addition to that, I think being okay with, and I'm, I'm not going to call it failure, but being okay with not immediate results, I think is another big thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people think they're going to post it. Their first one's going to be millions of likes. And it's like your first 30 might be nothing, you know, and then it just takes that one. And then that you get just consistency, you and know, attraction. And I think we compare ourselves to people who are so successful. And I I mean, we see the virality and we just think that they blew up overnight and like they just became this full-time influencer and it just changed their lives. But I'm a testament to that. It took me 10 years. You know, I started posting on Tumblr. I grew a little bit of following on there and, you know, that's what, you know, kind of got me really into content creation. But in 2017, I started this Instagram account and it took like up until almost 2022 for me to leave my job for my account to really gain traction. This is, it's only been like a year and a half where I've really seen the success from Mm -hmm. it. So it takes time. It's a grind for sure. And patience. A lot of people, we, nobody has patience these days. We want it now. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I know. I feel that. I still am like that. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And no, we want it now, you know, but Patience, just being patient and staying consistent. You know what I mean? I even see follower or sorry, creators that I see now, like that I followed when they had nothing, like no following. And I'm like, wow, you really just kept doing it. And I'll look back at some of their content on TikTok or whatever. And all of it didn't hit, but you can't let you just keep going. Like, who cares? Just post another one the next day, keep going. And it's just like, wow, you really did it. Absolutely. Wow. And I think a lot of people listening are thinking the same thing, thinking like that could have been me. <laughs> it's hard I, but it still I, can be you yes you have time you know, I knew I wanted to throw my phone too I was like what the heck this is crazy like right you, people blow up you're like why is their video going viral it's so stupid right I'm like do I need to start dancing or rapping or acting dumb on the internet like what do I need to do and that didn't work for me I tried that early on TikTok. did you yeah <laughs> 
it did not work for me that just wasn't my niche i guess it wasn't meant yeah it wasn't meant to be and it's interesting about finding your niche and how again fashion kind of was your your jam and pivoting to food again something that i'm sure is fun still and tasty a very tasty niche to have but like sometimes we don't I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's important to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. And like, I think sometimes we see ourselves as like, I'm going to be a makeup influencer. I'm going to be a, but like, maybe you're, you're received better doing fashion or doing pet content or couples, whatever, you know, it's like being open to what, unfortunately, what the algorithm likes. Like if that's your goal is success and growth. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I gotta do what works. Yeah. I know. I never really imagined food and doing this. I love food. I love all the things. And, you know, luckily it's a niche that I do enjoy. And I've learned so much about food too, and how things taste and how cocktails taste stuff. I didn't even know in the beginning, like, to be honest, but that's kind of what catapulted my account. And that's not to say that you can't pivot at any point or show more of your personality. You know, you don't have to be boxed into one niche. You know, I think people see me as Arizona places, but they also see me as, you know, like kind of lifestyle, you know, I talk about other things besides just food, but you know, I know food has been like the success, but that's not been you can still like kind of start to pivot and talk about other things, get your audience warmed up to other aspects of your life. Totally, totally. And I think, especially you, I see you kind of dabble in new content here and there, but I think because you have that following and people are so invested in Aisha now, it's like where, you know, it's like, it's, you can kind of do your own thing, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is awesome to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Um, With that, I'm curious, you're from Arizona, you've lived here your whole life. Mm -hmm. What's next? Do you see yourself staying? Do you see yourself going? Like, what's up? Oh my gosh, I think that's a lot. People ask me, I love Arizona. I mean, in all honesty, I did not still think I would be here. Mm-hmm. I, high key, you know, when I had my <laughs> job transfer in late 2019, before COVID, I was like, okay, I'll do year, year and a half, year to year and a half in Phoenix then I'm out of Arizona. Like I wanted to go to like LA, New York. Mm-hmm. I still had aspirations to do like, stuff in fashion, you know, even maybe dabbling into the creator market out Mm -hmm. there. Cause I just Mm -hmm. felt like I would have maybe success doing that more out there. And, you know, now you think of like going out now that I think about going to LA and New York, I'm like, dang, that's just so much competition to do what I'm doing. Cause that is just like, those are creator hubs crazy yep. creator hubs. So I mean, what doesn't mean I wouldn't have opportunity. There's just going to be a million other Aisha's. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. I almost feel like you'd have to pivot your brand completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I don't, and maybe you would have to start doing dumb stuff on the internet. Like, I don't know what you would have to do to like make it as an influencer in LA. I literally don't know because yeah. you're right. It is pretty saturated in LA, which I mean, doesn't mean you can't be successful, but yeah, I don't know what that would look like for you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so, I mean, I had the goal to leave for sure, but I think seeing how much Arizona has grown over the past five years plus, I mean, I definitely love it. I mean, I'm never going to say never to moving. Um, I don't know if it would be LA or New York at this point. I think I would also have to think about how that would, because now this is like my full-time job, how that's going to affect my brand down the line. Like how would I pivot my content to be more, I guess, generic, because if I'm going to move to Texas, like, 
I mean, I, I obviously, if I wanted to do food and kind of that type of content, I would have to build an audience out there who would be interested in that, you know, to follow me for that. Because my Arizona audience, primarily most of my audience is Arizona. They're not going to be interested in me like living in Dallas and like the friends right. there, you know what I'm saying? So right. I would have to kind of build, not saying that people don't love, follow me for me and love the stuff I do, but I think I would have to build such a diehard loyal audience where I could literally be like Alex Earl, just sit and fucking, I don't know. Like, she's great. I follow her. Like, she's amazing. But like, she could literally just talk about anything, do anything, be like, I'm so hungover. I'm doing this. And like, it gets views because people- like how how did she get like but people love her for her and like sure. that's the thing like they're so obsessed with her as a person same with like monet i follow monet mcmichael mm -hmm. love her love her yeah, content, but i think she's at the level where she can be with her boyfriend she can be on a brand trip she could be just talking about this that her mental health her wellness whatever it is and people are still so invested mm -hmm. and like they love her so much that she can literally be talking about paint drying on a wall and they're <laughs> that's still going to probably hit a million views. So I would definitely have to start building that like diehard audience that would love me beyond Arizona places and not saying that there isn't followers who, who don't, who do or who don't or whatever. But I think like that would be the next trajectory if I wanted to continue doing what I'm doing because I'm, mm -hmm. so, I'm so very niched in Arizona where people are like, Oh, she's a go to girl for hot spots in Arizona. She's doing this, she's doing that. And so I've made that my brand. And so I would have to kind of separate myself from that brand in order to, I know it's like letting go of your, it's like letting go of your baby. But I, I, I think you're right about that. I feel, I almost feel like I was telling someone this, it almost feels like the YouTube vlog scene is like back, like in TikTok, like it is. Like, I just want to, like, I'm going to a cop, like, follow me around LA today. It's like, okay, like, cool. 30 seconds, I'll follow you around versus like, we used to watch 10 minute videos. We don't have the attention span anymore. And YouTube is very hard. <laughs> oh gosh, it is. I tried. I'm, I did. Same. I also tried. I was like, this is for the birds. But um, I think you're right. I think just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you just start experimenting with like your day. And I'm sure people would want to know what you're doing. Like, yeah, I know we don't think we're interesting, but like, there's people out there who are just like, oh my God, what is Phoenix like? Or like, what, you know? I know I'm starting to a little bit. I'm like dabbling, testing it out. I mean, it's definitely difficult because it's not the norm and it's not my usual content or it's not what other creators are doing or posting. And so, yeah, but I am dabbling a little bit in that because, you know, I think it's fun to mix it up. It keeps it fresh for me. It keeps it exciting for me. And, you know, at the end of the day, I do want to continue to serve my audience, but I also mm -hmm. want to continue to be happy with what I'm posting and what I'm talking yes. about. Cause I think that's, a, that's important because you don't want to get to the stage where you burn out so much from, Oh no, hundred percent. And you hate it. Yeah, no, you don't want to hate it. Right. Like when you get to the point that you hate it, then you're in trouble. Like, you know, you definitely don't want that. Curious what your thoughts are, or if you have any at all. I know I've seen other different creators up and coming in Phoenix creating similar content. Um, what are your thoughts there? I mean, there's room for everybody. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Like, just like Arizona places. Yeah. Like, have you seen, well, two questions. And part one is, have you seen people like try to rip you your stuff off or like try to like be very similar to your style before? Uh, I have in the past. Yeah. Have you said anything or do you just let it go? No, I let it go. I think, you know, 
you're trying to emulate my style. I mean, I just think, you know, I, I guess it's like a form of what they say imitations, a form of flattery. Or it something. is. Like, yeah, it is. But it's also like, okay. Well, I'm seeing a lot of that. Um, I'm seeing there's a lot of up and coming creators on the scene. Um, uh-huh. Cause I, I feel like a lot of people know of like the big, I don't know. I like to say like the big 10, the big five. I mean, there's big local. Sure. Sure. Creators that you see, you know, there's like some big names that have been around since like the COVID era and they're very successful and they're killing it. And then mm-hmm. now we're seeing smaller creators yep. up and coming. Um, I'm seeing a lot of that. And I, I do think there's going to be a shift in like, I, my prediction is like, I think there's going to definitely be a shift in foodie Arizona creator content in this next year. I think like we're seeing a lot of creators copy and paste other larger creators, which is, which is works. It gets you views. It's very successful. I think it's amazing. Whatever. It's smart. But I think we're going to get, I've already seen it with my audience and I can only speak for what I've been seeing or what I've been hearing, but saying everything's the best. This is the greatest. This is so amazing. Or just, you see these very aesthetic, dark, moody, vibey videos, but you mm-hmm. go into the place and it's like, does not look like that. <laughs> it gets views because you see it. You're like, wow, that looks so moody yeah. and aesthetic, but yeah. it's not really what the place looks like. So I've been, I haven't received too much backlash, but I've also just seen people just be like, you know, can you do more like authentic reviews can you say what you don't like about a place mm-hmm. can you give us a little bit more of a realistic thing about the place and so i think we're gonna see a little bit more of that up and coming i think i've seen a few newer creators test this out and you know i've kind of dabbled in that a little bit as well because i think that we're gonna see a lot of people get tired of like why is this always so perfect you we know you came in there you know like they they plate the food perfectly. I mean, the reality is you go into a restaurant and you're invited, whether it was paid or just an invite for free food. These people who know, they know you're coming in, they're plating the food perfectly. The drinks look perfect. It's so perfect. And it's not a real realistic, I guess, expectation on what it's going to be like if you're a customer. And so I think that we're going to see a little bit of backlash with that. I think that we're going to see more people be like, okay, like, what is the real tea on this place? You know, are you just saying this because you were invited or you were paid? Like, so I think there's going to be a shift in that because I'm seeing even smaller creators, other smaller creators kind of do like this perfect aesthetic type of content. And I think it worked and was extremely effective back two to three years ago. But I don't know if they're going to see that same success and growth as like we did early on with that, just because we're just kind of shifting out of that. And I think that just happens with, with all things, you know, I think like, even when I think of like beauty influencers, you know, how everybody, you know, they would do a review about the perfect concealer. Like, Mm -hmm. I love this concealer. And then tomorrow I love this concealer. Like, and you're just like, (laughs) you just said Tarte Shape Tape was your favorite concealer. Right. Today, it's Too Faced. Like, right. Like, so I think we're seeing that with foodie creators and creators out here. This is the best barbecue spot. Three days later, this is the best barbecue <laughs> spot. 
are they both the best? Or? Right. How explain? Explain. Or, you know, give me some tea on that, you know. So, you know, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, you know, when sure. it comes to any of that, but you know, I've had my hiccups with that type of stuff too. But I think we're gonna see creators maybe choose their wording a little bit better, like, you know, whether not maybe saying this is the best, this is the greatest, mm. you know, just kind of Cause I don't know. That's just, not you got to add like your own opinion to it. And I think people yeah. want, at least me, I can speak for myself. I like real raw reviews. Like don't lie to me and be like, it's the best barbecue. And I, cause I'm going to drag you in the comments and be like, you lied to me. And I think a lot of people forget the internet will drag you. They don't care. Like, or hold you, they'll hold you accountable at least. At least. Like if you're over-exaggerating or flat out lying about something, they're going to be like, Oh no, that wasn't my experience. And if enough people say that wasn't their experience, now you've lied, you know? So I do agree. I'm starting to see pivot. And I like that you've been honest. I've seen some of your more recent content. You're very honest about like what you liked, what you didn't like, didn't like rating. And I think that's, it's great. You got to be honest. But it's gotten some backlash by some brands, you know. I was going to say, yeah, I know the brands, the brands aren't happy. But like, I think of like, like Keith Lee. I love his content. Love, love, love Keith Lee. And I'm starting to see that pop up in other cities all over. Like everyone's trying to be the Keith Lee, which is very smart. I'm like, dang, why didn't I become the new Keith Lee? I also can't eat that much food. Like I can't, I don't think I can do it, but hard. um, I'm also a picky eater. So I don't know if I can do it, but um, even he's very honest, like with a lot of his reviews. And I know some brands are like, how dare you? Like, but you wanted me to review and I'm just being honest and it's not to tear down your brand, but it's just to be honest to my, I owe it to my audience to be honest about my experience. You know? Exactly. And I think that's what brands and restaurants have to like keep in mind because our audience gave us this platform and they can take that platform away immediately, immediately. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I'm not loyal to, I'm not loyal to restaurants. I'm loyal to my audience point blank period. Like, that's right. Know, like, I, I don't care, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I obviously am never going to bash a, a restaurant publicly and say, for sure, it's all these, all these negative things. But if I'm just like, I liked this, but I wasn't a fan of the cocktail, I don't really see that as a, a bash or a tear down. It's just like, this is my opinion on the taste. That's just my opinion. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean a follower can come in and they could could have loved the margarita. It just right. went with my personal cup of tea. And that's because I've tasted lots of margaritas. And so sure. I know what maybe my preference is and like how I like my margarita. Um, but I think, yeah, they should just be more open to the feedback. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if it was such a terrible experience to where the service was bad, it was dirty, it was all these like horrible things, of course, I'm going to like, have a conversation with the restaurant, the owner, the marketing team and be like, Hey, this is what went down. This is what happened. This lady was rude to me. The bathrooms are nasty. The tables are disgusting. Like I can't (laughs) show this to my audience, but if I'm just like, well, I just didn't like the steak here. Like I mean, food is subjective at the end of the day. It is subjective. That's right. Taste buds are so subjective. So you can't get offended if Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm like imagining all the backlash you deal with with brands. But again, it's personal and I'm not bashing your restaurant. I'm just saying I didn't like the margarita. Get yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, lastly, for anyone listening who wants to be an influencer, wants to be a creator, we've already talked about you need to dedicate time, consistency, patience to it. You can't expect results overnight. 
and just put in the work and try, I feel like throw a couple things at the wall, see what sticks and go with it. Mm -hmm. Any other advice you have for anybody listening who's like, I really want to do, or anything in life. It doesn't have to be like creating, but just anything, like any goals they have for the new year. Like what advice would you give to them? Um, I would just say, you know, just kind of let go. I think when we obsess about, I want to be an influencer, I want to have this, I want to have a boyfriend. I, I, like, I just feel like sometimes you just have to let go, relax, let things flow a little bit and just kind of focus on building you or focus on building your brand. And, you know, I'm subject to comparison a lot. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say, I don't look at other creators' views and videos. And we went to maybe the same place and their video went viral and mine's did it. Like we are so subject to that and it sucks and it's hard. But I also feel like if you're so fixated about what other people are doing and how they're living their life or how their videos are or what they're doing, you're just taken away from the time you can spend on growing and you know developing yourself and focusing on your own goals and you know, it can be hard because I love to scroll too. I love to be in la la land on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and all those things. But I feel like when I'm so fixated on that, I sometimes, it, you know, it takes away from what I could be doing to like better myself, better my content, you know, better my mental health, you know, all the things. So I would just say, say that. Oh, so yeah. helpful. I love that. Thank you. We're going to have to do a part two because girl, I got some questions for you. I got oh. some deep down dirt. I have questions. I want to oh. know the deep, dirty details of being influencer. I want to know Ooh. if you've made any friends who have tried to like use you. I have all the questions. I'm like, what's it really like? Let's do it, girl. I'm down <laughs> for the tea. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I know. I'm sure you have some stories and, and even me, I've only been here a few years, but it, I mean, I still like am coming to terms with the fact that I lived here and like making friends and meeting other women here and I can only imagine like what the women you meet or that you bring around like how I'm just like I it's probably a nightmare like I'm would hate let's <laughs> just say this I mean yeah there's a lot yeah we could talk about with this it's just I used to be so open in the beginning to like meet people in my dms like I'd get mm -hmm. you know a lot of girls who are just like I just moved here I right. love to meet people you know love to make friends and I used to be so open to that and I've created some great relationships that way. But now I'm a lot more careful. Like I just, I can't anymore. I can't just like, you know, and it's just nothing. I'm sure some people are so sweet and so nice and so great. It's just, you just don't know people's intentions. You don't know who they are. It's you don't. Yeah. So I'm very careful now with stuff like that. Yeah. I could. Yeah. That's so true. I didn't think about that. People being like, Hey, I just moved here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh girl. I mean, I, you're very humble and that's like the one thing I love about you. you're so humble and I think that's so great but in a way you almost have to like this sounds like crazy but you almost have to view yourself as like not a celebrity but you know what I mean like you do have to kind of like keep your circle specific you can't yeah. really be friends with everybody just because yeah. you have so much to lose and you don't know other people's intentions and people yeah. are crazy so yeah so I've been real careful with that now <laughs> good for you yeah good for you Cool. Well, thank you so much, Aisha. This has been awesome. Thank you. So I'm, so I'm so glad I could catch up with you a little bit. I know. Once everything calms down, we have to hang out, get some dinner, get some. And even now that you say it about the dates, I'm like, even if we were to get dinner, I'm like, where would we go? She's been everywhere. But it's different. 
I know it's different. Hey, yeah, we can go anywhere, girl. And uh, I'm also on kind of like a mini like sobriety journey right now. <gasps> I love that. So I'm gonna try to go a couple of months without drinking. Aisha, you should. So I just started drinking again. <laughs> like I'm sober I'm like I'm turning up every night um no I'm not turning up every night but um I did I made it 100 days and I'm slowly but surely starting to like introduce it again but even so like now that I'm drinking again I still sometimes will prefer a mocktail to this day like I still will like just get a mocktail instead yeah I love that yeah I'm just like trying to slow down too because I'm also thinking about like health and other things and I feel like right now I'm having a hard time reaching like my fitness goals and you know, alcohol that slows down your metabolism. Girl, you ain't never lied. Slows it down all the way. I'm like trying to build muscle. It's like, I'm just really at a plateau right now with what I'm trying to like accomplish. And I feel like I need to cut the drinking. I'm also having gut issues and I'm like, I need to cut the drinking. (laughs) Drink a lot. It's just, you know, when I'm trying different cocktails and I go to an event, they have free champagne. Like, oh, yes. (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't. I cannot turn down free. No. Well, when you go to the restaurants, can you ask them to make a mocktail? I can. So I'm going to start doing that a little bit more because it was more like, let me just taste the six drinks they gave me. Like, I'll like have like sips of each one. And I just, you know, adds up. So (laughs) it does. And alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol. Not only is it like sugary and all the things for your body, but also your bank account. I was going out spending $3 on a ginger ale. I was like, wow. Men were buying me drinks left and right. They're like, we'll buy you drinks all night. I'm like, yeah, they're $3. My soda was, my Sprite was $3. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That so part two. Yes. Well, I started. I'm like the weekend. I know it's yeah. The weekend it's hard in the holidays. It's hard because of the sweets and the drinks and the, I know it's hard, but you can do it. Try it. Just start, you know, just start by having mocktails. And also, I don't know if you're into marijuana or not. It is legal in Arizona for those listening. Okay, great. I was like, I that for four months. Oh, I stopped. I stopped that for four months. And I picked that back up once I stopped. <laughs> yes. Yes. Once I stopped drinking, same. I was like, I'm California sober is what it's called. Um, <laughs> so no liquor, but we will have all the weed. So and I don't smoke, but I'll have a good edible. Edible chef's kiss i know just not to just knock you out at night and just not to knock you out just knock you right out <laughs> it will and my favorite too so yeah try start there and like you know but again you do so much socially i think a lot of us it's just the social aspect and i feel like i've seen you in social instances not drink or like mm-hmm. be drunk or buzz so i feel like honestly you'd be fine yeah. for all the social reasons that a lot of people do it. And then naturally the physical stuff will be helpful too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a good time for me now because things like with events have died down. So Mm -hmm. I'm not doing, there's not like a lot of parties every week. There's not like all those things. So I feel like I can do like at least a month or two before it picks back up. Like, I don't know. I'm hoping I can make it for like, make it into wastewater management. (laughs) Oh, that's like well, that's like okay i'm like if i can make it until then because i don't know if i can not drink if i go i forgot about that yeah so it's the goal here okay not last year but the year before that when we went mm-hmm. i blacked out well, i was drunk and i drove my car i was like aisha no okay so i didn't drive my car i had to wait in my car for a while before i drove sure. it 
Okay. <laughs> been there. Been there. There. And I was like, shit. <laughs> You're like, okay, we went too hard. Yeah, I definitely, we, wow, I forgot about that. That's the year. I'm not going to admit to the activity, but we were in Greenskeeper. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. We just got in. Yep. Of like how we got there. You yeah. know, we we did. Um, Side note, do you know how to get Greenskeeper's tickets? Like, I don't, but I need to figure out how I can this year. Yeah. Let us all know. Yeah. Because I obviously didn't prioritize that last, this past year because of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this year we're definitely going to try to make an appearance. I want to do like the party bus, like the whole shebang that people do up there. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I don't know. Maybe it might be crazy. I went last year and it was very chill. I just sat on top of a hill. Yeah. I saw the Jonas Brothers. I was like, oh, there's Nick oh, Jonas. Like, <laughs> it'll be this year since like there's nothing else happening. But... It probably will be really lit. I will say last year it was a lot of college kids. And like, I was like, oh, the kids are out. I don't know. I feel like the year that we all went, it wasn't like, maybe because we were in Greenskeeper where like the grown men are. Yeah. Yeah. But last year it was like all college kids. And I was like, okay, cool. But yeah, I do want to go this year. I live literally right up the street from the venue. So I'm like, I really want to go. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we'll have to talk about that. Yes, we will. The Uber was like a $5 Uber. It was like quick, cheap. Oh, how nice. So we can have, this can be the meetup spot if need be. Cause yeah, I think I want to go again. It's always a fun like time of year. Yeah. So. Weather's perfect. It's yes. The weather's perfect. It's before it gets too hot. Yeah. But yes, girl, we will have to get together once everything comes down. Um, I, a little, you're getting the first little announcement. I haven't made to anyone yet. I'm still, still figuring it out, but I'm pretty sure next year, I think I'm heading back to LA. Probably not until summer. Okay. Fall, summer, fall. Okay. But yeah, I'm heading back. So what's your, uh, is it just for like career wise or what your thoughts? Career wise. And also I'm trying my hardest, but I don't love Phoenix. I just... And I want to so bad. And my parents live here and like, they love it. But I'm just like, I'm not vibing. I'm not dating is one thing. Friendships have been really challenging to make like genuine. It's just like, I'm not vibing. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. No, I see that. I just, yeah. I just feel like Phoenix isn't for everybody. It's a, it's definitely, I, I don't know if it's just because Phoenix is in this like weird transition period it's not like an LA but it's trying to right. be an LA type right. vibe and I don't know it's, it's just such a random mix of people I don't know I just I'm so I'm trying my best and I've been trying to get out and go to events and see things and it's just like something is just not meshing for me and I'm like I, what, what's wrong like I don't get it yeah so but I'll be back who knows I mean I won't be in LA forever but I just yeah I the sense of community the culture in LA like everything there just felt really good and I'm like well I'm young I'm 29 I'll be 30 next year I'm like might as well get it all out of my system yeah I yeah do it girl why not why not I mean however if I meet a nice man or give me a reason to stay I'd stay <laughs> who knows yeah. what this year will bring but that's exciting girl you should I know just follow your heart and just do it you know I think I am. And if you're ever in LA or ever decide to make the move. Yes, girl. I know. I, gotcha. I have a good friend that lives out there. She's like, girl, you need to like, just come out here for like a couple of weeks and just like. I could see you thriving in LA. Yeah. Truly. Oh, uh, we'll see. Yeah. 
I gotta I know. out this niche. <laughs> I know, I know. We gotta get to brainstorming. What's the? <laughs> I know. I'm trying. It's just like hard because, like, I feel like my audience doesn't like resonate with. I know rest of the stuff, but we're trying and you know, we're pivoting a little bit. I love still doing food. I'll continue doing that, but I definitely want to dab into a little bit more lifestyle. And yeah, all, like I just eating all the food and drinking all the time has taken a toll on my body and how I feel and my gut. And just, I'm like, I don't know how some of these foodie creators are doing it and not feeling sick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause it is a lot of food and like, yeah, even when you have to yeah, even with just taste testing, because I'm not even eating like all the food at one time. I'm just like taking little bites. I just feel like it just adds up. So yeah, it's a lot. Oh, it is a lot. Well, I will say, Arizona people, we are so proud of you. Like it is every time I see you, I'm like, oh, I just I'm so happy for you. Like you are <laughs> such a great representation for women, black women in Arizona, which there's not a t- really a ton of black creators that are as like successful with following in Phoenix that I've seen. So it's hard. It's hard for us to grow and it's hard for us to have that recognition. And, you know, I'm really trying to like continue to fight for that, you know, for sure. Cause you know, I feel like even I'm like subject to comparison. I'm just like, well, you know, I'm just, everybody else is growing fast and I'm still, (laughs) I'm still here, but I will say, I feel like for a lot of up and coming influencers, I feel like you are the standard, honestly, like for in Phoenix, it's like, you're really the only person people have to look up to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, I think that's awesome. It's a lot of pressure, but it's awesome. It's just like, people, yes, of course. Like, I'm just so proud of you. Every time I see your content, I'm just so happy. I'm like, oh my God, I just, I just love to see you thriving. So keep thriving keep posting keep posting all the Arizona places sometimes I'm like I need a coffee shop I'll like go to your Instagram and be like what's a good coffee shop to go to I love that yes so keep posting you're so welcome um and you can tell the people where they can find you but I'm gonna link all your socials so they can find you yes of course um you can find me at Aisha Beasley on TikTok Instagram and YouTube and then I also have a website um and i blog a little bit on there you know share some stuff so oh she blogs okay multifaceted (laughs) yes multifaceted with my multiple platforms (laughs) i love that good for you well thank you aisha this has been awesome we will get a part two on the books um but this is helpful i think you know in the new year everyone's setting goals and trying to like really get their shit together and be like this is the year and so i think you know hearing from you you've done it Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Aisha. We'll chat soon. Yes. Okay. Bye. Thanks for tuning into Swipe Society. Please rate us and leave us a five-star review on Spotify and anywhere else you listen to this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, subscribe, comment, and share. If you're not already, please give us a follow on Instagram at Swipe Society Pod and send all questions and inquiries to hello at swipesocietypod.com. Don't forget, we drop new episodes every Wednesday. Chat soon!